The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Discover your geeky haven with Toink.com. We've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years. Enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms. We carry top brands from Disney, Funko, Marvel, and DC, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and much, much more. We also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else. With all these collectible goods, you're definitely going to need a bigger boat. Dive in with code WINGEEKS15 to save 15% off your first order at toink.com. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... This is urgent. We need a response team. We're already putting together the best move. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> it's a It's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're, we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am Groot. That I did know. These people may be isolated, unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push... I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. And welcome to an, to another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. It is the Trepid Trio. <laughs> I just forgot what. Oh, Kylan, Eric, and myself, so Mike. Um, I, I just I, I, <laughs> personality disorder or whatever it is that Moon Knight suffers from. Uh, I just want to know who turned on the extreme weather machine in my side of the lair and why. And uh, left unsupervised. I, I I have no answers for you. Okay, just, I, I know that wouldn't be me. I know that much because you know. I'm just gonna say. Saw a uh, shark there, in the hall. There, there was a guy in here earlier with a metal face mask, uh, calling himself Dexter or Destron. He was he was trying to show us his. I think he, what they call it, calling a weather dominator, S- some like that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He was, was with little- Coke Kai or. Or, or so, and, and it was like in three pieces, and yeah, yeah, yeah I don't. it was a do it yourself kit, you know. IKEA had it, but uh, uh sorry, yeah, <laughs> he sounded like he had a cold. I don't know, yeah, it, it, <laughs> it, it's it wasn't fun, <laughs> just wasn't fun. Oh, sorry about that, uh, but but here's but the, on the positive side, you have a five episode story on getting your own version and putting things back to normal. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Because knowing is half the battle, Mike. <laughs> the, the other half is red lasers and blue lasers. Red lasers that's, and blue lasers. Yep, that that's it. Yeah, and and ejecting right before your vehicle gets destroyed. Right before, because it, and I'm pretty sure that the A team took a page out of that too. But I'm just saying. 
We we talked with uh, the gentleman who did the voice of Flint on um, Weeby Geeks. He said the reason why no one died in G.I. Joe is because it was a kid's show and it would look bad if people died on G.I. Joe. Yeah, so you just went to the comic. <laughs> yeah, well, there's there was also the fact that uh, there was a lot of blowback from a uh, from a character named Optimus Prime dying. Oh, yes. To die in the in the first act of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, but the movie came out after both Transformers and G.I. Joe have been around for a bit. Yes. Yeah. I, I have to admit, like somebody for somebody who had read the comic and I was excited to see this. And mind you, there had been other shows. I'm looking at you, Robotech, where major characters died. There was a major character who died like within the first three or four episodes. And then I watched G.I. Joe and it's like, uh, okay. <laughs> so, I right. want a Top Gun movie with Roy Foker. There, yes. I said it, and I'm not sorry. Hey, you know what? I, I every now and then I go and I look up Danger Zone, uh, with the which is intercut with um uh Macross footage and Robotech footage. Yeah, so I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Silence for poor Ben Dixon. Mm-hmm. But you know what? They're not Marvel, are they? No, they're not. No, Should, no. They would make great Marvel characters. Yes, they, they would. really would. If if Marvel was to purchase any gold, whoever's got the original Macross rights, well, then we could have. Oh it. man, what a series that would be! Like I wouldn't wait for the graphic on that one. <laughs> no, no, no. We're, we're gonna mothball the Heracarrier. Helicarrier. Now we got the monkey fighting SDF one. <sighs> man, you said that, and I got goosebumps because. Oh, yeah, that was a beautiful ship. And can, can you imagine Nick Fury on the bridge of the SDF-1? <laughs> mm-hmm. Can I get an amen? Nick Fury with that much firepower in the palm of his hands. <sighs> or the Daedalus attack. Oh, oh. Bring us within punching distance of that Chitauri mothership. <sighs> mm, mm, mm. No, that, that would not. Mm, mm. Stay in. Check out the, the home site, MightyMarvelGeeks.net. Right hand side is our affiliates like Bitty Boomers. Use code WeebyGeeks, all one word, for 15% off your purchase. Like you heard in our pre show, use the code WINGEEKS15 at toink.com, T O Y N K.com, for 15% off your purchase there. And hey, even if you spend as little as five bucks, it's free shipping. And you too could get something such as our pick of the week from Toink, which I believe Kylan has this week. Yeah, and actually, I think this may have been a reason why you got the extreme weather you got, because uh, you can actually get. Uh, the Marvel Studios Infinity Saga Doctor Strange Sling Ring official collectible collectible replica. So we already know that you know the, apparently they hand these things out like chiclets. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, how many people have access to a sling ring in the MCU that we know of? Okay, <laughs> so I, I'm just saying that you know, I, do, does this sling ring work? I, I can't say. Um, so if you get it and you start messing with, you know, cosmic powers and it starts snowing in the middle of summer in your, in your house, not my fault. Okay. But it also makes a great gift or a great treat yourself. Either one, but yeah, toink.com, uh, the, 
a collectible replica of the Doctor Strange sling ring from Infinity War. All right, that works. So um, before we get into legal damages, not storm damages, but legal damages, uh, do y'all hear the latest news that kind of broke today as we're recording? Does it involve that goober who starred in the Green Lantern movie? Uh, no, that was yesterday's news. Okay. Close. Okay. Uh, apparently, Armor Wars is not going to be a series on Disney+. Plus. Really? How about it's going to be a movie? A movie. A movie. Disney Plus would have been a lot better. I still say that they waited too long to do that. I, I said when you and I were discussing it from the D23 recap, and I say it now. No, I agree. They waited too long. They should not have waited until they offed Tony Stark to do this. I agree. But when are they going to debut this thing that they waited too long already? Um, I didn't catch that. Let me double check. Uh. According to comicbook.com, saying that this is coming from the Hollywood Reporter, uh, studio quite potentially during phase six, maybe for 2026. I mean, once you've gotten past the point, you know, Tony Stark ain't going to be any less dead at that. That's true. I, I mean, once you waited that long already, what's the difference? Right. I, I mean, you could, could do it as in, let's say Don Cheadle is going to be in this, correct? Yes. Okay. But we see him first in secret. Yeah. If you have like what went down in the comics, somebody stole Tony's armor secrets and sold them to Justin Hammer, who basically mass produced. Them. Um, it could be a case of Rhodey basically cleaning up that mess to protect Tony's legacy. Yeah. I could see it done that way. I still say that you waited too long to do it, Marvel, but that could be tolerable if you're doing it that way. Yeah. Now, what Eric was talking about was the other major news. Deadpool 3 is coming. We'll be part of the MCU with this film and is bringing back Hugh Jackman into the MCU. So we now know who at least a MCU Wolverine will be. Right. And a lot of the speculation is he has said the only way he would potentially come back be to be a part of an Avengers film. And he would, and after that film, pretty much die off, retire to the sunset, whatever. And X twenty three takes over full time as the new Wolverine. I could see that. I mean, well, I, well, I mean, at the end of Deadpool two, when De- when Deadpool's time traveling, he tells Wolverine, "I know that w- know that you want to hang up the claws, and you know, and people are going to miss you, but one day I'm going to come back, and I'm going to ask you to pl- to." Uh, to be Wolverine, to play, to be Wolverine one more time, and you're gonna say yes. So, I, could that just been Deadpool being Deadpool? Uh, That's the thing, Deadpool. You never know. You never know because so many things he says and does, you're not supposed to take seriously. Right. But uh, you know, a good bit of the time, you should. I mean, I believe that I, I, I'm all for X-23 showing up and, you know, doing all the things that X-23 would do. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think I think Deadpool needs a little bit of Wolverine in his life, even, even just for a little bit in one movie. I'm just saying. And see, that's the great thing about Deadpool, because Deadpool has his own canvas. Mm-hmm. I mean, he does not necessarily mesh with the MCU's continuity. He doesn't necessarily mesh with anybody's continuity. It's such mm-hmm. a free agent loose cannon that 
you could have the the the, the Care Bears, and, <laughs> and I don't think anybody is going to bat an eye. They're just going to say Deadpool's going to Deadpool. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, write that down. Deadpool's going to Deadpool. I, 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 that needs to be a T-shirt. <laughs> it does. I'm just saying. You may not be able to say Deadpool on a T-shirt, but uh, we could say Wade's going to Wade. <laughs> Wade, Wade's going to Wade. Is that like a, he's going to be in the water or something? There we go. Wilson's going to Wade Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, then I just saw one other thing. What was it? Um, maybe. 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 I think, that, <laughs> I think that's it. So um, at this point in time, I'm just going to say. Gentlemen, it's time for the Fantastic Four takeaways. I'm not well, going to say. That's not you saying it. That's Thursday saying it's Thursday saying <laughs> Unless you're going full Mark Spector on us and there's you're not alone inside your skull. So, you know. Uh, who are we talking to now, Mike, if that is truly your name? <laughs> uh, that's fair. Um, so we have our, we have episodes four, five, and six we're going to cover this week. Yep. Of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. <laughs> so, Eric, you're still coming in a little quiet. Am I? Yeah. That's the last time, that's the first time in a long time somebody's accused me of being quiet. They need to turn up game. I haven't changed anything. Is that a little better? It is. Okay. So, um, I, so we're going to do our Fantastic Fours across all three episodes. If not, we're going to be here longer than times allow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I'm going to start us off, or have Thursday start us off. Sending to your screens now, number four. So, Eric, why don't you kick us off? <laughs> Okay, so my first one is coming from episode four. I was really happy to see the fourth wall being taken to the next level, like it was in the almost like it was in the comics, because now, you know, Jennifer is she's not just talking to the viewer, she's acknowledging that this is a TV show. Mm hmm. When she like just lets go of the wheel, just looks you dead in the eye and says, don't think that this is the kind of show that relies on cameos. Don't forget whose show this is. Yeah. <laughs> now, I really want to see this taken to the extreme that it was taken in Sensational She-Hulk, where Jennifer is complaining to the director and complaining to the writer. Yes. And, and Nikki needs to be in on this. <laughs> Just like Wheezy was in the comic. Yes. Yeah. I mean, everybody else cannot be in on the joke, but you kind of do need Vicky to be in on it. Mm-hmm. So that way she has somebody to bounce off of. Now, I don't, I'll be surprised if they get there, but referring to the show as a show, I, I liked that. I, I was happy to see that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the 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 car is driving and she's just turning around and just having this conversation with you and I'm just like oh yes that's it, it, I, like you said I would you know I know that we can't see her I I reminded I'm reminded of an episode of Moonlighting where they're like well what do we do next like I don't know let's let's check the script and somebody walks off the set the camera follows them off the set grabs a, a script from one of the PAs 
comes back and everybody goes through it and then goes, okay. And then walks it back to the PA and then the show picks up again. And I'm like, I don't know why, but I, I know there's, it probably annoyed the heck out of somebody. I loved it. And when the show does that, like it doesn't take itself so seriously at all. And, you know, I know that she can't come climbing through the screen. Like, you know, there was a couple of times where She-Hulk was like so hacked off that she quit climbing through the panel. And I'm like, okay, I'm here for this. I mean, is it wrong to say I want to see a scene where the camera spins around and it shows you know the rest of the set? Yes. Yeah. Where where Jen just walks up and and basically starts giving the writer or the director sitting there just like a piece of her mind. Yes. Yeah, I would I would love to see that. Yes. Oh, uh, I, I would. We might be surprised. I would be so in for that. But you know, if we don't see it in She-Hulk, I do want to see it in the next Deadpool film. Mm -hmm. One of those two has got to happen. Oh, yeah. It can't happen in both. Mm -mm. No, it can happen in both. I think one's just more likely to see it than the other. Right. I agree. So, Kylan, you're number four. Number four. So this is from episode seven. Um, no, we're doing four, five, and six. Oh, we're doing four, five, and six. Okay. So I'm going to scratch that one. Uh, and le- I believe this would be episode five. Um, Pug Sneaker Collection tells a lot about what's going on in the MCU. Mm-hmm. If you if you look yeah. if you look at that sneaker collection, you see who's there, who's coming, and it's and and, and and there's some nods to the comic version of characters as well as the MCU version of characters. I yeah that that was probably one of the best like animated panels that they've done. When the yes. end credit panels, that one was amazing. Yeah. That panel, you could just pause. Yes. And look and just say, well, you know, there's Ben Grimm. There's obviously Tony Stark. There's this guy. There's that guy. Uh, yeah, there, there, there was a Cyclops. There was, I think, old school um, Vision was one of them, I think. I'm going to have to take a look at that. Yeah, yeah. They, there, there was one that Don, that Don and I couldn't quite figure out, but I saw Doom in there. Now, was it old school Vision or was it Loki? <sighs> I don't know. It seemed like I, I, I have to go back and look because I definitely remember seeing Loki. Loki, because Loki was green and yellow, right? Yeah. Well, so was old school Vision. But wasn't there one? Seemed like I remember seeing there was one that was an had an orange in it, and I couldn't remember hmm. what that one would have been. We can go back and look. Yeah. We 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 can we can follow up on that next week. Yes, it's true. We can do a whole feature on Pug sneaker collection. He's got more <laughs> shoes than Imelda Marcos at this point. Seriously. He probably hadn't even worn them once. No, he keep he had he gets two sets, he gets two pairs. Oh, that's one right. To stock and one to stock. That's right. So yeah, and this is the most hip that I have seen Pug in yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, my number four comes from episode five, and it's um, the designer when he mm-hmm. when he makes the comment at the very end. Uh, Hello, client integrity, and puts away a gold daredevil mask. And you notice the label didn't say who; it just said pickup. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what they call a cruel tease in the industry. Yes. Oh, yeah. So. Number three. Okay. Um, we might as well go ahead and do this. And I apologize if I'm taking somebody else's. Two words, Mr. Immortal. Uh, <laughs> three more words, Great Lakes Avengers. 
I'll, I'll give you yeah i'll give you three more or four more words i'm more words i remember i first appeared west coast avengers that's fine. <laughs> yes and side note that is my mu pick for this week <laughs> west coast avengers volume two number 46, 46. from july 1989 oh that's second yeah volume two obviously second round yeah now, 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 here's a question. Is that also a possible tie-in to Blade because of Mr. Immortal's first wife? Oh, I, I, I read, I, I get you now. Um, it's possible. See, it, this is probably one of the best, I call it a Spanish Inquisition cameo because nobody expects it. Yeah, I love it, yeah. Because, I mean, this this is kind of a deep dive, and I love it when any MCU project does a deep dive for a character cameo. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I mean, Mister Immortal is not Avengers material, but pretty much did have his powers down pat. Oh yeah, yeah. So I was that episode that that cameo and basically his entire case, his entire court case that made the episode worth watching for me. Yeah, it was, you know, it, it was uh, I I'm like you, like I love that Marvel is now like, you know, grabbing characters that have like, like, you know, they weren't, they're not, they would not by any chance be in the general populace radar, you know, but they had this opportunity, you know, to, to, to have a prominent role in an episode. And at the same time, it's a great, you know, it's a great little nod to the fans out there. And you know what? Now I'm wondering, are we going to, are we going to have a Great Lakes Adventures now? I don't know. Well, I mean, you think about it. If she is the face of the superhuman law division, right? This is the perfect setup for deep dive cameos. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, what if somewhere we say a fool killer or or Razorback for that matter? Because mm. Razorback was in the She-Hulk comic. Right. Uh, Buford Hollis, I think his name was. If you see a Buford Hollis show up, then holler Woo Pig Suey because that is Razorback. Yeah, I love that, Jeff. If you're listening, <laughs> oh, <laughs> also got. Where's it gonna go? Down the stones and to the right. Second start to the left. Straight on till evening. Morning. Mm-hmm. But yes, that that is my number three. Highland, your number three. Uh, so it's kind of related to yours, uh, Mike. Um, my question is: What we see uh, in the designers. Uh, studio is that daredevil's original costume or are we seeing new armor well, considering this is taking place in california doesn't he go to the to the gold in california when he's in on the west coast no he he was in the gold when he first started and then um and then like i think like maybe after about four or five issues he goes and he goes to the, he goes red um, he ke- he keeps the red when he's in California. Like he goes West Coast, he keeps the red because he eventually gave his yellow suit to D Man. Huh. Oh Lord, you remember D Man? I remember D Man, and you just you just you just caused a light bulb. 
What? If what if we're not? What if we're reading this as Daredevil, but it's not Daredevil? Oh, what if we're going to see D Man instead? Still played by Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox no. has said he's going to be Daredevil in the series. Okay. okay. Yes, but th- that's just this is just a question because if I remember correctly, D Man got his powers from the Power Broker. Did he not? I believe he did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he was with the he was with the Avengers or West Coast Avengers. I cannot remember. But if we're talking if we're talking L.A. and if we think that there's a possibility for West Coast Avengers. There is a possibility we could see the man demolition man right. in the lineup. True. I mean, we know for a fact that stuff gets filmed mm-hmm. and it gets shown as part of shows or whatever. And it's never part of the show. Mm-hmm. You know, things happen and they know that we're all chomping at the bit to see Matt Murdock and people lie. Why would he why would they tell this tell this fan a fib? I don't know. Well, I, I mean, I'm not going to call Charlie Cox a liar. I'm not either because I think he knows how to fight now. I don't, don't, don't want to take a punch from him. I don't want to take a punch and I don't, don't want to take a summons either. <laughs> Well, speaking speaking of which, that's going to be not exactly a summons, but it's going to kind of lead into my number three. <laughs> What's yours? Um, on Jen's pieces to do list, um, there's craft versus soul. There's uh, Lee versus Burn. Um, of course, there's Judge Hannah. You're like. Oh, what? Craft versus Soul is referring to David Craft, who wrote all of the early 1980s Savage She-Hulk comics. Mm-hmm. Charles and Charles Soul, who we've had on the show, who wrote an acclaimed She-Hulk run starting in 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lee versus Byrne. Stan Lee versus John Byrne. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then Judge Hannah is a reference to art to artist Scott Hannah. <laughs> okay. Yes, I went, did it again, and found that deep dive. Sea <laughs> base alpha, we have got a deep dive here. <laughs> so, um, guess we're moving on. Number two. All right. This is going to sound a little bit like haterade here, but it's not meant as such. Do you guys remember watching the original Battlestar Galactica? Yes. Yes. Okay. Which episode do you want me to get? Because I have it on DVD in the other room. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's, not one, it's not a single episode. It's a character. Dirk Benedict's Starbuck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Starbuck was cocky. He was self-assured. He was arrogant. And part of the fun was watching all his stuff blow up in his face. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is getting, one, which getting, is actually getting embarrassed. Which is actually getting, one trait I like with Katie Sackhoff's Starbuck is kept the same essence of the character. Okay, I uh, I'll take your word for it because I could not get through. I could not get past the original miniseries. I, I couldn't. I, I love the original miniseries for the new, but the times that it came in bits and pieces of the series that they're at until we find out Starbuck is a Cylon herself. Yeah, which baffled me. Um, yeah. She had the same essence of the original Dark and a Dick Starbuck. Okay. And, and, and I say all this to say that, you know, I enjoyed watching him to, to see how his best laid plans and his best laid attitude trips came back to bite him and watching him squirm. I'm finding myself enjoying the same the same instances with Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it basically, I'm talking about the whole lawsuit 
the whole yes. lawsuit and how she she basically basically she has to humiliate herself to win the case. Yeah. I, I'm not saying that I hate the character. Do not get me wrong on this. Do not put me out on these crazy conspiracy websites saying, well, he's just a, a, a woman-hating hater. No, I just love it when there's a character who is cocky, self-assured, and arrogant. Basically get some cub uppins. I mean, she, she, cause she used a similar tactic. I hate to put it this way, uh, to, um, basically to, uh, was it in the first, was it the first episode? Uh, the guy that was uh, that she used to work with. No, oh, yeah, yeah that was and he thought that episode. I think second, second episode. episode. You know, she basically she she used his his smug smugness and that kind of, that worked against him. <laughs> and it was a l- little bit of karma that time around. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just like watching characters who were arrogant and smug squirm. I mean, and I, yeah, like. You know, and that that was one of the things that uh, Bruce said no said about her. You know, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, based on my experience with attorneys, she she's pretty much true to form. Just saying. So well, well, uh, episode five, we have that we have the lawyer who is even more smug and a direct and abrasive and full of herself than than Jen is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yep. So, Island, your number two. Uh, my number two is more of a general thing, but uh, because of what we see in episode six, um, it just kind of hit home. Uh, all weddings are guaranteed drama, superhero or not. I <laughs> uh, just, you know, I that's the thing. Like, I kind of expected it to be either a train wreck or a hot mess or a hot train wreck mess. I don't know, but. I, I wasn't surprised, uh, you know, the fact that, you know, somebody from high school that you've had no interaction with uh, asks you to be their bridesmaid. You're OK. You know, that's kind of weird, but all right. <laughs> and then it just seemed like if if anything could go wrong for Jen, it happened, you know. All the way down to Titania showing up. Yeah. I, I was going to say, did you have a problem with your veneers falling out at a wedding? I I did not. No, no. Just Mine ask. are all natural, baby. Just asking. Yeah, I was just like, oh my. I was like, what happened to her mouth? I was just, I, I'm sorry. That was, I was like, oh my word. That was, whoo. Yeah. She was like Dwayne Dibley from Red Dwarf. If you haven't watched Red Dwarf, I, I first of all I feel sorry for you. Second of all, you just don't get that. Yeah. yeah. And dear God, you can't help but feel so bad for Jen because basically she was brought in like the hired help. Yeah. Yes. Well, I, I I love the fact you now the prize like you know, when when Jen shows up as Hall. No, 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 none of that. And then when finally she does Hulk out, Bride comes in. She's plastered. <laughs> she hugs at my wedding. Oh my god! Okay. Yeah. Just. Yeah. I, but I am glad that she has a, a a nice moment with Josh. Yeah. Yeah. Get, get, especially given all of the train wrecks of dates that she's had beforehand. So, yeah. And and she's got a guy interested in her that acts interested in her and she's not tall and green and poured into these jeans. Mm -hmm. 
Mm, yeah. Mm, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Tatiana is not, you know, she's not unattractive. Oh, no, no, no. Just her, her, um, her makeup is a little much. Her personality is a little much. Yeah. Well, would you, yeah, use, would you use a putty knife? Is that what that was? Um, Maybe. <laughs> Not saying, but I'm saying. <laughs> oh, okay. I think, Mike, it's your number three? Three? No, number two. Number two. Okay. I got one word. Telecina. What? Intelligentsia. 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 Ah, yes. 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 Which I love how they bring in this organization as a website. Yes. And yet. And at the end of the episode, there's a message either to or from a Hulk king. Mm -hmm. Does that mean we're going to slowly get Hulkling Mm. by the end of this season? Not in this, not in this one. I don't think so, because uh, no, I, I couldn't see that, especially considering what that organization is about. Um, I'm going to question it because of, well, unfortunately, two of us have seen episode seven, and it continues on in episode seven. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to see yeah, it for next week. But yeah, who could be thinking of that didn't go ahead and watch episode seven? <laughs> But I'm sure he had a really good reason for it, like thinking there was no episode seven yet. <laughs> well, I thought I, well, I I didn't realize that I was watching episode seven. So, you know, it's all good. At least it's not like last week where I got lost between three episodes of Andor then She-Hulk and then watched this week's Andor, followed by the premiere episode of Mighty Ducks Game Changer season two dropped yesterday and then today's almost missing today's episode because of uh ian ah not that i I tried to listen to all that i really did but the moment you said andor and she hulk my brain is mashing those two series together (laughs) she hulk is andor is cassian andor's representative to the to the empire yeah she's uh you know she's his lawyer Oh boy, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I'm quite. I, I'm starting to question: Are we going to get either King Hulk or Hulkling before the end of the season? Hmm. Big question. Hmm. So, uh, uh, on to number one. My number one is kind of tying into that because I have a theory. Now we do know in episode seven, spoiler alert, that they get the blood, but we don't know who. Wants it right? You know, oh, we wait. see we see a a much stronger syringe beetle, whatever you want to call it, you know, loaded onto a, t- a test tube and put down in a radioactive case. But we don't know who's working for who or, or what. You know, could this be AIM? Could this be Hydra? My theory is that this could be the power broker, because at the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Sharon Carter, the power broker, announces to her assistant that the power broker is back in business. Mm -hmm. What does the power broker particularly specialize in? Superpowers. Right. There are so many characters in the Marvel Comics universe that wound up with their powers because of the power broker. Right. John Walker being one of them, though it's indirectly. What if 
this is power brokers next phase of giving people superpowers i mean that's possible. just theory i've had theories like this before some of them have come true some of them yeah i'm still regretting never saying them <laughs> i mean but you follow the evidence and a theory is a theory and you know it, it i still stay i stand by the fact that more often than not we're right so you know just even when we're spitballing, Fantastic that's Four. Really, I'm just saying. Really all we're doing is we're you know, so it's a plausible theory given what we have seen in these MCU Disney Plus series before. Right. And that's my headcanon until somebody shows me different. I'm right there with you. <laughs> so my, my number one basically goes back to something that Mike said, uh, which I believe was his number four. But I, I love that there's a tailor to the heroes. Um, I don't know. That's something that I've always liked. Uh, I remember years ago reading a a short story that involved a, a hero from our distinguished competition. And uh, the hero went to this tailor uh, to have uh, had to have the suits either repaired or um or they have things added or, or whatnot. And th- but this tailor served everyone, served the criminals and served the heroes, served everyone. Um, I, I, I it, that made for good writing to me. Now, I kind of like I can't see somebody who's able to serve both, especially in the Marvel Universe, and it'd be OK. Um, but it seems like this guy isn't just about style. He's about function as well. And I know for a fact that we are going to see a certain purple and white suit. We have to see it. We have to see it. I know it's there. Yeah, because we got we, one more episode. Well, Marvel Legends has already released the figure related to the series. Right. Right, announced the figure related to the series of her in that outfit. I mean, this guy, though, he has such a strong Edna mode meets Queer Eye for the straight guy. Yes. 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 Um, like, you're you're, you're going to be protected, but you're going to look good while you're doing it. I get it. You know, I mean, you kind of, I don't know, I kind of I I I like the heroes that have some degree of style. You know, as, as much as I like, you know, Daredevil in... And uh, the the whole black, you know, with with the you know, the 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 basic black origin suit, I like that. Yeah, but you know what? I I like the red more. I do. You're you're a costume you're a costume vigilante. You got to have a little flash, um, except for the Punisher. You know, but black goes with everything. Island black. That you know what? And you know, I guess you shouldn't hate on the Punisher. His style is more classic. I guess that's what you want to call it. So, unless you add horns to the skull, unless you add horns to the skull, and then you're over the the um the hand at that point. So, sorry, I, I didn't mean to bring up the, the <laughs> latest right. Punisher logo. It's although I'm wondering that, that that no, that's a whole other show. Anyway, never mind. <laughs> I enjoy the series. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy the series, but yeah, it's anyway. Okay, done. <laughs> so, uh, my number one goes back to um, episode four, mm-hmm. and it was the, the the vanity of the one guy. 
loved her as She-Hulk. Oh, would, yeah. you, would you ever date her as Jen Walters? Oh, um, yeah. yeah, no, not my type. And we see that when, yeah. you know, the morning after. Mm-hmm. I felt, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I felt bad for her when these guys were, were up on the stand. That, that last guy was just, it, 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 it was hard. Well, I, I, yeah. I kind of felt bad for, for her as well the morning after. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When, when the guy is walking pretty normal, trying to keep the show PG. <laughs> yeah. Just, just saying. Well, just Jennifer. You could tell you could tell there was an issue. Yeah, that was yeah, I no. I yeah. I that that was it, it really was like there's this part that's like I know I know what Jen is like in the comics, you know, and it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, it's all fun. But this actually, you kind of get that jolt of reality and it's like, oh man, those guys are crappy, you know? And and it's not, it's not just those guys are crappy. You see the look on Jen's face, like, and and I I have to admit, I love that when her attorney, her uh, attorney slash colleague says, you can do better. Oh yeah. You know? Does that mean that we're going to get Wyatt soon? I hope so. Quite possible. I want yeah. I, I, there's more to Josh's story. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. There. Yeah. There's, there is. There's more. There's okay. More. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to watch episode seven, and uh, yeah, we'll find out. Yeah, you're going to watch episode seven, and we're going to hear about it in the chat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to smack these two guys like Gibbs from NCIS. Going, why didn't? You, why did you let me say that? <laughs> Well, dude, we didn't want to ruin it. Because <laughs> you're going to look at it and you're going to be like, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to say yeah, any more than that. There we go. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I keep it as is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep it as is. So, any honor. I'll say that was another successful countdown, gentlemen. Any honorable mentions to add, gentlemen? Mm-hmm. At this point. <laughs> I, no. I uh, I just I I would like I, I would like I like for them to continue upping their uh their their fourth wall game. That that's that'll just be me. I just want more to just keep upping it. I'm there with you. I mean, it's it, it's kind of like oh, was it episode four where we were yeah episode four. They they've kind of come down off their uh, fourth wall game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think the only honorable mention I could give is Megan Stallion. Mm, 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 mm. If she gets, no, we want to keep. I can't. I mm, no. Then she gets. She gets. Uh, Jen to twerk. Mm, I do. I. I we all, but we also get Jen telling Megan, "I will kill for you too." Y- yeah, we. Yeah, I mean, did, see if this were if this were on another network, I I, I could I could speak freely, you know, but I, I won't speak freely. But I would just say. Yeah. yeah, but like you know, several exclamation points, you know, or or, or like little John. Yeah, you know, there. So, so any other honorable mentions? <laughs> I want to see more of the shape shifting Asgardian elf woman. Oh my gosh! Yes. How much trouble do you want? <laughs> I, I mean, that was a character just just in it for the kicks, just in it for fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the look on dude's face. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Mm. What was her name? Runa, was it? I believe so. Yeah. Or Runa. <laughs> Uh, she's got to show up at every every series from now on. And it could just be a blink and you miss it cameo. Didn't you just leave the room? Huh? Runa! <laughs> I, I, I think my honorable mention's got to be Addison. That's with the Y and two N's, and it's not where you think it is. <laughs> and, the, and the fact that she keeps spoiling Sopranos for Wongers. She's and growing on me like a yes, fungus, but she's growing on. Me. And, and his favorite I, drink is gin and tonic. And I love the fact that you got people who are in the fandom that are actually mad that she spoiled a show that has been gone for over ten years. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah but but in Kamartage, you know, <laughs> right? I mean, he, it's not like he would know, and I'm sure he would be fine with it. It's like you know, I think he's just happy to hang out with Madison. I, it is good to see him loosening up just a little Mm -hmm. because usually when you see him he is oh so serious oh so dedicated to mystic arts dedicated to defending the sanctums it's Mm -hmm. it's 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 almost like it's almost like my ex-father-in-law you never saw him smile i was dating my ex for six months before i even saw a smile out of that man Wow. But when Mac was born, he smiled a little more. That, that mellowed him out so much. <laughs> I, I hear grandkids do that. Yeah, that, that's what I've heard. I'm, I'm okay to take that as theory for as long as possible. I, I, <laughs> I, I did, it, it happened with, uh, with my dad and my daughter and with, with Zed. Yeah. So. I love that you're calling her Zed, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's her code name for this show. Okay. okay. Which is perfectly fine. It works. Um, any final thoughts, guys? I'm all thoughted out. Mm-hmm. No. Let's check their location. Oh, they have a final or a final thought. Might not be the final final thought. Did y'all here who is opening up Candlelight this year? No. The opening narrator for Candlelight 2022 at Epcot, Candlelight Processional, Shane G himself. Nice. Nice. And you're going to have to exercise tons of restraint. Mm -hmm. Closing out candlelight is the queen or so. Angela Bassett. Wow. You actually came up in conversation this past weekend. I was having lunch with my parents and and with Mac and Hunt for Red October was on. Oh, Jonesy. (laughs) Courtney Vance. I I nudged Mac and I pointed at at the screen. I said, Mike's met him. I had a conversation, five minute conversation with them. It was awesome. I think oh, oh. I, and I said, he's married to Angela Bassett. And Matt goes, what? Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Um, oh, yes. Final. This was the other thing I was thinking of. Uh, major rumor to the point that um, it's being said Kathleen Kennedy even put her foot down against Marvel announcing it at D23. Mm-hmm. Harrison Ford, rumored to be the new Thaddeus Ross in Thunderbolts. Hmm. Well, now, that puts a whole, whole spin on things. It does. Could he be a multiverse Ross that fell into the 616? I mean, it's possible. Why not? And it's picking up where the where the 616 Ross has passed, and he steps up to take over. It could happen. So, it could also just be recasting. Could be. 
mean, but from what I'm seeing, people are 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 going are upset of well, if you're going to recast Hurt with Harrison Ford for Thunderbolt because he died. Why couldn't you have done the same thing with Chadwick Boseman and Black Panther? You don't, you don't recast Chadwick Boseman. You can't. No, no. Actually, no. I'm not sorry. It's like you can't either really recast Tony Stark either right. at this stage in the game. It's either you bring Robert Downey Jr. back as a multiverse Tony. Now, a multiverse Tony, you could bring somebody else in. Right. Yeah. That's that you get a pass for. Yeah. Like, if you want to bring in Terry Crews from a multiverse Black Panther, have at it. But you do not, you do not recast Chadwick Boseman. No. Uh, another final thought: We are coming upon October first. Means new Lego sets are dropping. And there are two new Lego sets for that are dropping. One is the Black Panther bust. Okay. Oh. Which is the bust of Black Panther, and you have the option of just the bust or the bust and the hands. For the gloves forming the Wakanda Forever pose. Oh, cool. Like you would want to do just the bust. Right. I wouldn't. Uh, That's what I'm saying. You know, nobody who gets this is going to want to do just the bust. Right. No, no. Uh, the set's going to run $349.99. Mm. Uh, also, two coming up Shuri's Lab. Oh, cool. Nice. Uh, description. Um, can't find the right description. This is being slow. Uh, it's a um four plus kit, which means there's some pre pre molded pieces, but still doesn't matter. You get a really nice looking Sherry minifig, a Black Panther minifig, uh, Black Panther's hoverboard. Uh, you could do some target practicing with a disc shooter. Um, Sherry has her gauntlets with the energy blasts. So some really cool stuff. Sweet. And that set's running $9.99. Oh, okay. It's not bad at all. It's not bad uh-uh. at all. That'd be one would be worth grabbing a few sets to build, looking at some of these pieces, to build like a wall section or something. Right. Buy two, one to rock and one to stock. <laughs> There's that as well. There you go. And then also... Not exactly uh, Marvel related, but there's they are introducing an Avatar Avatar Lego sets. Okay, and yeah, I don't I don't know about that. I don't either. <laughs> I'm sure somebody somewhere will want it, but you know. Yeah. So uh, other than that, I have no other thoughts. I ran out of final thoughts about 15 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. I am one of the most powerful computing systems on the planet, and this is how we are spending our time together. As always, gentlemen, a great pleasure watching you work. <laughs> wow. Did y'all feel that stab in the back, too? Mm-hmm. Ouch. Feeling the stabbing pain between the shoulder blades, that's for sure. Hey, exactly. Just kidding. <laughs> All right. Oh, she is so sassy tonight. I, 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 think, the, I think Ian's messed with her as well. <laughs> on that, Sounds like it. On that note, Thursday, if you would, please. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? Uh, how about it, guys? Say it's time to go dark. I think it is. Absolutely. Absolutely.